Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, y'all. Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And more thank you. Thank you. And more thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, Father God, for who you are. We thank you, Father God, for how well and how good you are to us. We thank you for kindness. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for love. We thank you for wholeness. We thank you for a sound mind. We thank you that the same mind that's in Christ Jesus God, I'm a little flipped up, is in all of us. We thank you, Father God, for clean and pure thoughts. And we thank you, Father God, for you, how you overwhelm us with your love. We thank you, Lord God, for a fresh anointing. We thank you, Father God, for um, a sound mind. We thank you, Father God. Um, um, we thank you, we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Um, thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you that you are good. We thank you that you are whole. We thank you that you are love. We thank you that you are peace. We thank you, Father God, for your protection. We thank you, Father God, for your greater witness. Come on, y'all. Come on in the room. We thank you, Father God, for all good things. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. We thank you for the good things that are connected to us. We thank you, Father God, for the good things um, that you have for us. We thank you, Lord God, for mercy, for your love, for your power, for protection, for... um, Thank you, Lord, for the wisdom of God, for the, um, um, thank you, Father God, for the wisdom of God, for the joy of God, for the strength of God. There we go. Come on, Instagram. Oh, there we go. Y'all, I'm sorry we're a little late on Instagram. Good morning. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, there we go. Hey, Insta. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. Y'all do me a favor. Start sharing the video. Hey, Pastor Mary Davis. Hey, Kirby. Hey, Edie. Hey, Masa. Hey, Kedra. Hey, Katina. Good morning. Hey, Makisha. Good morning. Hey, Liberta. Hey, Angela. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Cindy. Good morning. Thank you for sharing, Katina. You are always faithful to share. Hey, Stassi. Hey, Trina. Hey, Renee. Hey, Cherie. Uh, How y'all doing this morning? 
Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, hey, Shauna. Hey, Julia. Good morning, hey, Shania. Hey, Jess. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, Shonda. We are live. We are Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram live. And we are going to get into this word this morning. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Thank you, Father God, for your mercy, for your love, for your peace, for your joy. Woo! Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. You magnify you. We glorify. Give me, just give me a few more minutes to bless his name. He has been good. He has been faithful. He has been true. He has been kind. He has been loving. He has taken care of me. He has taken care of my loved ones. Um, I just need to take my time and tell him thank you. I just need to take my time and bless his name. I just need to take my time and give him the glory. I just need to take my time this morning. I thank you. 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 I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I thank you. I thank you. I'm thanking him for what it could have been and it's not. I'm I'm thanking him for what it could have been. And it's not, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. 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 And I know it's hard um, sometimes to talk a lot about like blessings or what God is doing for you, especially when you see um, people are sad or things have happened in people's lives. But it would be um, it would be. Um, horrible like just being for real it would be horrible that i don't testify to his goodness not related to things not related to people just to his goodness it would just be crazy that i not testify to his goodness it would just be crazy that i not um that i not worship and praise him because somebody else's life right now i'm just being being honest like that somebody else's life right now may not add up to where my life is, right? And or somebody else is having such a bad time, or somebody somebody said something to me um the other day, and it was kind of funny because um, when they were talking to me, um, they made a statement and was like, you know, but you don't feel good every day. And as they said that, I was almost going to come in agreement with what they said. And then the Lord had dealt with me, right? The Lord was like, the Lord had dealt with me. And the reason that the Lord dealt with me, because I do feel good almost every day. And do you know why I feel good almost every day? Because every day of my life, I have made a decision that I would choose joy. Like joy is a choice, right? And so in all reality and situation, I do feel good. It's not saying I don't have bad moments. That's not what I'm saying. But I make a decision that a bad moment won't determine the rest of my day. I make a decision that um, 
just because I don't feel good, that it doesn't give me the right um, to mistreat someone. Keidra, give me the um, scripture for um, give me the scripture for um, the woman at the well. Keidra, find it and post it for me. Um, I make a decision that um, a bad moment is not going to determine what happens for the rest of my life. Like I just. I just have this mentality that even if something is bad is happening, um, there's probably nothing I can really do about it, but God can. And so I do make a good a, a decision every day to have a good day. I do make a decision every day to be positive. Like that's who I am. Like I had to, I had to catch myself because I was gonna come into agreement, Tremaine with what they said, but that's not my truth. Like, it's not my truth. That's not who I am. I, I just am that person. Like if it's lemon, lemons, if it, like if God is handing me lemons in life, I'm going to take it and make lemonades. I've just decided in my head that I'm going to be more than a conqueror. I've just decided in my head that I'm going to be an overcomer. I've just decided in my head that if God is for me, then who, who can be against me? I just decided in my head that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Even if the weapon comes up, it's not going to prosper. I just made some decisions. Like I had to draw some, the line in the sand because I was such a pessimistic, negative person. I was a fatalistic person, Pastor Mary. I would um, allow my circumstances and situations to move me. I would allow um, people and their opinions to sway my decision. I would allow, like, I I had to make up my mind. And then I had to come in and decide that I was the person that held the thermostat and that I could come into any room and change the room. And that is so hard for um those of us that are intro introverts, because I'm an introvert, right? Um, yeah, Michelle said unique sugar sunshine. Thank you for that, Michelle. Um, one of my, and I'm telling you this because I want to encourage you this morning to come out of those bad spots. I want to encourage you to thank you, thank you, Keidra. I want to encourage you this morning to find the sunshine. I want to encourage you to more this morning. Like this is not the way you are. Woo! Come on. Somebody put it in the comments. This is not the way you are. And that's whatever your way is. If you've been overly critical, if you've been judgmental, and I'm not talking about a fake put on. It is time for the authentic you to show up. The real you. Um, the real you is what's attractive. Woo! The real you is what's attractive. The real you is what people are going to be drawn to. But you got to have a mindset like this is not the way that I am. You need to put that in your notes today. Like this is not the way that I am. And whatever the Holy Spirit, Juanita, identifies as whatever your this is, whatever the Holy Spirit identifies and comes in and says, this is your this that's not the way you are. So you do get to show up in love. You do get to show up positive. You do not have to be negative. You do not have to be overcritical. You do not have to be this worrier. You do not have to be um, this person. You got to decide today, this is not the way I am. And so many of you have been spoken so negatively of ooh, for so long in your life that you came into agreement with what people with not with what the word says, but you came into agreement, Julia, 
with what lies you have be believed all your life. And Jesus, come on, the way, the truth, and the life shows up to say, this is not the way you are. This is not who you are. This is not how I crafted you. This is not the same mind that's in Christ Jesus. And if this is not the same mind that's in Christ Jesus, then guess what you're not about to do? You're not about to show up any other way. I told y'all the other day, Judah was on some, I don't want to be in school. And I, I said, hey, you're not that person. <laughs> That's not the way this household is. We are not. Come on, Kirby. Come on, start sending. Kirby said, I'm kind, I'm loving, and I'm considerate. Come on. That I just start, I just start retraining my thoughts because because I was so quick, so quick to get at a person. I was so, I'm not even confrontational. Like I'm not even a confrontational person. I deal with stuff. I'm not afraid to deal with things that I need to deal with, but I'm not a confrontational person. It's just not my nature. I'm a very peaceful person. I'm a peacemaker. I'm a peacekeeper. But when I was operating in my alternate self, I decided that this was the way that I was. And I received that. And I even would say things like, oh, God knows my, God knows me. God knows my heart. Well, it was true. And God knew that my heart was deceiving me. And God knew that my heart was tricking me. And God knew that my heart was bruised. And God knew that my heart was harmed. And God knew that my heart, because the scripture says that like you got to watch your heart adore because your heart can be deceitful. Your heart, your heart can be deceitful, especially when you are trapped in trauma. Let me drink. Especially when trauma has set the overture for what has happened. And when we have had so many traumatic experiences and so many things that happen in our life, we will, it will lead us into beliefs and behaviors and systems and ways of operation that do not even look like God, that is not even of God. And we will become a hopeless generation and we will become a destitute generation and we will seek after other things. So it becomes a place where, you know, you have to draw a line in the sand and you have to begin to ask yourself like, yeah, come on. Vanessa said, Lord, renew my mindset to the mindset of you. Lord, open the eyes of my understanding to the hope of who you call me to be. Not what this world said, not what my mom said, not what my ex said. Lord, I need you to open the eyes of my understanding to the hope who you call me. I want to see your power that's working in me. I want to see your hand. I want to give up this wicked mindset that does not align with your word. I get to show up every day. Because can I tell you, as a man thinks, so is he. As a woman thinks, so is he. As your thoughts are, what you become. So if you think negatively, remember we talked about the scripture, come on, Holy Spirit. And then I'm going to get into what I got for us. Remember we talked about the Holy Spirit description the other day when Jesus tells us not to worry. So then when my mindset is a mindset of worry, I become that. I am a firm believer that whatever is going on in your spiritual body, in your mind, it will turn up in your natural aesthetics. It will show up in how you um, behave. It will show up in what you do. It'll show up in what's next. I'm just a true believer. What you meditate on becomes your truth, becomes the way. And I'm talking about, so 
So then I got to draw a line in the mind, in my mindset and switch my mindset. That is not, God didn't create you. If God created us to be disciples, if those of us that are called to be disciples of Jesus, God didn't create you with no negative, nasty attitude. How you getting ready to draw somebody when a negative, nasty attitude, when the word of God talks about honey and sweet things that draw? My God. So then my attitude is reflective of what I've been meditating on. Ooh, come on, free us, Holy Spirit. My thought process is reflective of, of what I've been meditating on. And I told y'all yesterday, I said, because you haven't experienced it, don't mean it's not true, right? So when I show up in the room and I show up in the room and the, the challenge becomes, um, you, you know, <laughs> the challenge becomes, that's not the way you are. Absolutely. This is the way I am. Like what you get, what you get here is what you get. Like what you get here is what you get. Like I have a rule. I got a 15 minute rule. 510, you got two hands. 510, 15. Tremaine, I got a 15 minute rule. You got 15 minutes to mutter. You got 15 minutes to complain. You got 15 minutes to whine. You got 15 minutes to cry. And then we're going to find a solution in the word of God, because anything else is going to be dragged out over time. Am I saying you can't have a bad day? I'm not saying you can't have a bad day. Am I not saying oppression, depression, anxiety, fear, all those things are not real? I'm not saying that they are not. But what I'm saying is I decide to keep my mind on Jesus. I decide to keep my mind on the truth. And I got a thought process, Sharice, that if I can't hold it in my hands, then I probably don't have the capacity to solve it anyway. So then I need to give it to the person who has the whole world in his hands. I need to give it to the person who has the whole world that's innocent. But this is your authentic you. This is your authentic you. This is the you right? That God has called you to do. Absolutely, Shannon. They are real, but they are not a God. <laughs> Anxiety, real, not a God. Fear, real, but not a God. Worry, real, but not a God. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Sickness and disease, real, but not a God. Renee Rose said it best. Check your habits and check your patterns. Oh, come on. I got to check my habits and I got to check my patterns. I got to see if my way of thinking and doing things, come on now, is us of God or it's my carnal nature, right? That not, It's my carnal nature. So when, even when the thoughts are coming in like a flood, then if I'm renewing my mind, come on now, y'all, in the word of God, I'm about to get to him, Holy Spirit, I hear you. If I'm renewing my mind in the word of God, then faith will start coming. Woo! Even if I don't believe it at first. Even if I don't catch it at first, faith will start coming. Woo, come on. Even if I don't catch it at first, if I renew my mind in positive things, if I renew my mind in healthy things, that's why I'm so protective about what I watch. I don't care even if it's for, um, even if it's just for entertainment. If it don't line up with something that's going to take my mindset to the next level or cultivate me to be a better person, I probably don't spend a whole lot of time on it because I don't want anything in my spirit <laughs> that aligns with what's not God's best for me. It's not it. That's it. So it takes some time 
because most of us have, are built in layers. It takes some meditation. It takes some meditation in the word. It takes some time before God, April. Um, it takes some quietness and it takes some ability to know what's right. So I want to give you this and we're going to get out of here. This is what I wrote down this morning. This is our encouragement for the Lord this morning. I hope you take what I shared with you. I was not talking about me. I was talking about the spirit, how the Holy Spirit desires to move in us. When the Holy Spirit started showing me, Shania, that this was not his way for me. Woo! And then don't let the enemy make you make it weird either. Right? Where you make it weird. When the, the, the Holy Spirit starts showing the, me, the inner me saying, this that you have bought and signed off on and said is you is not really you. Woo! And then can I give y'all a little piece to help somebody this morning? I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Sometimes I be tired of doing the right thing. Can I just be real? Because I thought the right thing was not winning, right? And the Lord had to start showing me how I was winning in him. I was, it just, I'm just going to be honest. It just seemed like, like I, I doing the right thing wasn't winning. Like it seemed like everybody else could live according to their flesh and prosper and do well and have the things that they want. And here I am trying to live out God's will for my life and nothing else. Like Julia, just here I am out. I'm going to live out God's will for my life. Not perfectly, not without sin, not without mess, but it just seemed like choosing to do God's will, I wasn't winning. And so God said something to me. He was like, I, he said, believe me. And I was just like, I think that's how God is. He was like, I'm going to show you, you winning. <laughs> like what you're storing up, what you're, what you're doing is of the spirit, not of the flesh. Come on now. Not, not of the spirit not of the flesh. So every time you sow something spiritually, baby, I promise you the harvest you reap in the spirit is going to be way greater um, than anything that you see in the natural, right? Choosing to love, choosing to be kind, um, choosing, okay, I'm not going to have sex outside of marriage, um, choosing um, and having people tell me, well, you ain't going to never get a man. Well, I'm just going <laughs> to this ain't the man for me. Like just choose. I'm not, I mean, like choosing godly order, choosing to tithe, choosing to give, um, listening to the Holy Spirit when he tell me don't go somewhere um, and everybody else <laughs> going, right? Like choosing to live in big faith, right? Choosing um, to just do it. Just choose, like choosing. And God, yes, and I, God had to start telling me because I, I had cr created a quote. Um, good girls don't win. Like good girls, Lord, good girls. Look, good, good girls don't win. And God was like, this is not true. And, and he started speaking to me one day. He said, I'm about to show you how you're winning. And he just began to minister to me through the word of sowing to the, the kingdom, sowing to the spirit was adding up way more for me than anything else that I thought. I saw people experiencing in the flesh. And he told me, yep, I had to change my thing. Good girls always win. Good girls always win. Good girls always win. Women who of God who honor God always win. Women of, women of God who put God first always win. Because he says when we seek the kingdom first, 
He going to add everything else unto us. He going to add. And so I stopped focusing on what I thought should have been added to my life. Woo! And I started focusing on the kingdom of God, doing the right thing, choosing to do the right thing. And then it all started adding up. And then I had, I didn't have the weight of condemnation, the way the weight of condemnation that I did when I cho chose this. So let me give you the word for the Lord today. He says, I will never disappoint you. Woo! Come on. I got seven minutes to teach this. Y'all got 14 minutes to give y'all this. He says, I know it seems like I've been rambling a little bit, but I promise I hadn't. Everything I've shared today is going to add up. Woo! Come on. Everything I've shared today, everything I've shared today is going to add up. This morning, as I was getting ready for the devotional, this was the word of the Lord. I will never disappoint you. Come on. Woo! Come on. Come on. I will never, I will never disappoint you. Come on. I will never disappoint you. This is what the Lord was speaking this morning. He says, I'll never disappoint you. And then he always backs whatever we need in scripture. The Lord will never disappoint you. So he took me to two, two significant things, right? He took me to the woman at the well, and he took me to the woman with the issue of the blood. Woo! Come on. Like he took me to the woman at the well. He took me to the woman at the issue of the blood. And these both are two significant cases with two women who needed God. Woo! Come on, y'all. These are two significant cases with two women who needed God. Ooh, come on. One woman, come on, come on, come on. One woman had character issues. I'm about to, I'm about to run. One woman had character issues. She did. The one woman had character issues. Her problems was her character, right? And one woman had a physical condition that superseded the wisdom of the time. Ooh. I'm trying to hold on to this. So two significant cases, two women who needed God. Woo, come on. Two, two women who needed God. One with character issues, one with a physical condition that superseded the wisdom. Both women, woo, whether they knew it or not, reaching for something greater than they had. Come on. Both women reaching for something greater than they had. Woo, come on now. Um, one woman didn't even know um, what she needed. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. One woman didn't even know what she needed. One, one woman had no clue, right? She had searched in the natural continuously for what only God could do. Woo! Come on. Come on, y'all. Stay with me, right? Stay with me. So the one, the one woman that I'm talking about search, searching is the woman at the well, right? Um, the woman at the well was searching for something. She was looking for something. We talked about her last year, right? She was searching for something. She was addicted to approval. <laughs> she was, she was, she was looking for something in somebody else that they were never meant to fulfill. <laughs> Y'all got to stick with me for a second. She didn't realize that her behavior was destructive. This was her normal way of doing things. Oh, my God. She didn't even know that this was destructive behavior. She didn't know, Michelle, that this was harmful behavior. This was her normal way of doing things. She wasn't trying to be a, you can put your word in there. She, can, she wasn't trying. She wasn't trying to be a, she, she wasn't trying, Sharice. She wasn't attempting this is not what she wanted to be. <laughs> but something in her culture, <laughs> come on, y'all. 
something in her life, <laughs> something in her situation had positioned her to be. She was trying to adapt. She was trying to survive um, something in culture. Maybe her mama was this. <laughs> Maybe her daddy had taught her this. I don't know. But she was trying to adapt to survive and live. And whatever she was doing was her norm. This was her norm. This was how she showed up. So she sold Galatians 6 and 8. says, whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. She didn't know her behavior was destructive. She didn't know her behavior was harmful. So when Jesus shows up, woo, come on, y'all, come on. So when Jesus shows up, come on now. And no, it wasn't in her DNA, Teresa, because what was in her DNA was God. It wasn't in her DNA. We can't, it wasn't in her DNA. It was in our culture. It was a cultural mindset. It was something she believed about herself that was not true. So when Jesus shows up, he offers her. He offers her beyond what she can see. Come on. He offers her, Makisha, beyond what she can see. He offers her, Renee, beyond what she even knows. Oh, my God. He offers. So when she comes into the father and she's in the circumstance and situation, and he says, you know, give me a drink. And she's like, who is you asking me for a drink? He said, if you knew who I was. See, that's how I know she had some differences, some things that she believed. Because he said, if you really knew who I was, then it was you. It would be you who offered, who asked me for a drink. She did not understand the capacity of which, how Jesus could change her life. She had had the stories. She had, they were looking for the Messiah, but she didn't know that what she needed was in her presence and could change her mindset. She didn't know what she needed was, it was in the door. Let me give you this. I'm going to give it to you. I need to give it to you just how God gave it to me. She just didn't know. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't know she was trapped by trauma. She didn't, she didn't know she had a trapped way of thinking. She didn't know she was sunk into something. Jesus was offering her something beyond <laughs> what she did. So when Jesus shows up, he offers us beyond what she Jesus answered. Basically, this is what he was saying to her. He says, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. <laughs> no one comes to the Father. He said, what I'm presenting to you, baby, <laughs> is a new way of thinking. What I'm presenting to you, baby, is a new life. What I'm presenting to you is so that you will not return to the same place at the same time doing the same thing. She didn't even know she needed this. She didn't even know she needed this. She didn't know. She had searched all her life. So the second lady, somebody said the second lady, she tried, she was not, she tried all she could. <laughs> she knew that she was not, but there was something inside of her that she didn't know that she was not. No, Mary, Pastor Mary, sometimes there's things that we do because we really don't know no better. <laughs> I don't think she wanted to be up. You put your word in there. 
There's things that we do that we really just don't know no better. There's things that we do that we just really don't have understanding of. There's ways that we show up that we don't even really know we need God in. So we're going to talk about the second lady for a second. She tried all she could. Um, she knew, something in me tells me that this lady knew she was not supposed to be sick. <laughs> something in me tells me that she knew because she would not have put every bit of her effort. Woo! She would not have put every bit of her effort into being better if she thought sickness was the end of her, Brittany. She would have, she would have not. She would have not put every effort into being better if she just accepted this is the way that she's supposed to live. <laughs> she would not. I believe something connected in the inside of her that simply said, this ain't all God got for me. <laughs> this, this, this ain't all God got for me. This ain't the level that God want to live. I believe something connected in her and said, this ain't all God has for me. This ain't it. It's more. So she expend, or she would not have expended every resource she had, Michelle, until there was nothing left. She was not settled and satisfied that this issue in her blood was the end result of her. Then one day, Sandra, <laughs> somebody write in your notes one day, then one day, she had what I call an altered experience. Let me give you a little bit of my testimony. I can tell you one of the most pivotal moments in my life. Juanita Bynum, Brenda Hatton Ficklin, had brought Juanita Bynum here to the state. The, the, she was at Second Baptist Church. When I first came in, I, I didn't, I was, I, I didn't know if I wanted to be there because I couldn't feel the Lord. And I was in search of something outside of myself. And I was in the service and we was doing worship. And I remember my friend that I was with, I told her, I said, if I don't feel the power of God in the next few minutes, I'm walking out of here. <laughs> because I was in search for something that was greater than myself. I sat on the altar, the choir sung. I still couldn't feel what I was looking for. <laughs> The woman of God came out. She began to worship God. When she came out and she began to worship God, she had an altar call. I pressed to the altar. This moment started changing my life because I didn't know that what I, I had did religion, I did church, I did good deeds. I, I, I did not know that what I needed was at the end of his garment. Woo! I had re I had been to all the conferences. I had had all the uh, all the prophetic words. I did not know what I needed was at the end of his garment. I didn't know that. I didn't know what I needed was on my face in worship. And and it's funny because a friend reminded me. They saw me and they reminded me of this moment recently. I poured out everything I had that day at the altar i left everything this is this is what i saw when i saw the woman with the issue of blood one day she had what i call an altar spirit she will risk she wasn't even supposed to be out in public she will risk whatever it took it was that moment at the altar that i stopped caring about what people thought it was that a moment at the altar that i began to worship god like never before it was that moment at the altar that i sobbed 
that I prayed because I knew that the Lord had more for me than I had to, ex I had experienced. I hadn't experienced all God had for me. This woman would risk whatever it took for her to connect to Jesus. She did a supernatural press. Some of y'all need a supernatural press. Some of y'all, what you looking for is not gonna happen until you press into a certain space with God. Ooh, my God, it's not gonna happen until you get into a certain position with God. And my friend told me, he said, you worshiped at that altar. He said, I saw you sobbing. I saw you wailing. He said, I saw you crying. He said, you worship, you left everything at that altar to the point when you got up and walked back to your seat, you were staggering, right? She did a supernatural praise, right? She recognized that the word was among them. Come on, y'all. The word was the one. John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. She pressed into the one thing. Because when you cannot stand on anything else, you can stand on the word. You can live when you, when nothing else. My grandmother used to say that. When there's nothing else, when there's nothing else, you can stand on the word. So she pressed in the word and then a supernatural thing began to take place. Luke 8, 45 and 46. And I'm reading this in the New Living Translation form of the Bible because it impacted me so greatly. It says, Jesus asked, who touched me? It says, everyone denied it. And Peter said, the master, this whole crowd, is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, someone deliberately, <laughs> someone deliberately tapped into the word. The word was in the midst of them. The word is life altering. The word is what changes us. He says, no, someone deliberately touched me for I felt healing power go out for me. Y'all know how I am, I like words. I had to look up the word deliberately. Somebody consciously and intentionally and on purpose and purposely and by design and knowingly and consciously and in cold blood and willfully and carefully and steadily and evenly and cautiously. Come on now. It wasn't by mistake. It was intentional. She intentionally pressed in so that she could get what she need. The Lord will never, ever disappoint you. You cannot press into the presence of God. You may even just show up with God being present and the Lord leave you disappointed. He is always offering opportunities to bring and to supply and to give exactly what you need. Come on. Is it? That's it. That's the word for today. It's, it's, he's so deliberate and intentional with both these women. One who didn't even know what she needed. Woo, come on. One who didn't even know what she needed. When you encounter for God, 
Oh, thank you, Mike, so much for that. When you encounter for God, yeah, Adore, he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But the woman at the well, hey, Kurt, the woman at the well didn't even know. <laughs> she didn't even know what she needed. And the Lord still offered her promise, promotion, increase, wholeness. Oh, my God. Sometimes you need to be able to track what God is doing in the word, track the character of God, check the nature of God so that you can have a me too moment. The Lord will never disappoint you. I know no encounter with him, no moment with him will ever leave you disappointed, even when you don't know what you need, even when you don't even know this is what you're looking for. He'll never leave you disappointed. The woman at the well came out changed. <laughs> she didn't know she needed to change. She didn't know. We be talking to people like you could do better. Some people don't even know they need to change. Some people don't even know they need a breakthrough. Some people don't even know they need freedom. Some people don't even know that what they're connected to or what they're doing is not good for them. Some people just do not know. We got to stop treating people so haughty and prideful like people know that they are in bondage. Some people don't know because this is how they live and want. they, they don't know. Some people just don't know. Nothing new has been ever been offered to them. <laughs> right? Nothing new, new has ever been offered to them. So we got to stop talking to people from a place that they know some people don't know. Woo! She had the familiarity of who Jesus was. I'm talking about the woman as well, but she didn't understand the power that worketh within him. Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father God, that um, you have brought us to a place where we can reach for you and that you, have, that you have given us a word today that you'll never disappoint us. We thank you that the word is amongst us through the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we want to become more like you. We want to become more like you. Help us, teach us, instruct us, comfort us, advocate for us. Lord, I thank you right now that the Holy Spirit, you are advocating for us. You are speaking in the ears of those that are supposed to be attached to us. You are making ways out of what seems impossible. Oh, my God. You are bringing water in the driest desert, the driest season. Some of y'all have been in the driest season ever, but the Holy Spirit is about to make a way. He's going to pull the stream. He's going to put something in position. Lord, I thank you for divine positioning us. I thank you, Father God, for opening doors for us that no man can shut, providing new opportunities so that your glory will be real veiled. I thank you. We pray in the glory. We talk in the glory. We preach in the glory. We teach in the glory. Thank you for wholeness and soundness of mind, Lord God, that the same mind that's in Christ Jesus will be in all of us, Lord God. Thank you for providing a way of escape out of hurt, harm, and danger and temptation. Ah! And I'm asking you, Father, for your children present today, do it again. <laughs> It might show up. The miracle might show up another way. The healing might show up another way. The finances might show up another way. But Lord, I'm asking you, do it again. Confirm the word of your servant. Blow their mind. Miracle signs and wonders. Follow those who believe. Let this devotion be a sign to generations. Let my life be a sign to generations that you are real. Let my children's life be a sign to generations. Let there be multiplication and increase on their lives. 
not for their own selfish gain, but for your glory. Let there be multiplication and increase on their businesses. Let there be multiplication and increase on their ministries. Let there be multiplication and increase when they go to work in terms of promotion. Woo! My God, let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's it. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, my God. Let me do this. Two things. If the Lord places on your heart um, to connect you to this ministry by way of giving, like if the Lord speaks to you today and say, you know what? So I see partner with this ministry. You can go over to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there. Um, Father, bless the giving of your people. Uh, thank you. You give seed to the sower for those who want to give and don't even have to give. I thank you that multiplication and increases on their life, that they are receiving the press down, shaking together and running over into their bosom today. My God, show them today, Lord God, in Jesus name. Amen. The second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to offer you a moment. This is what changed my life. I don't have a pretty background. I, I don't. I, I, I want y'all to stop thinking your ba background got to be pretty for the Lord to use you. I don't have a pretty background. <laughs> I don't have a pretty story. Um, I might be a pretty girl. <laughs> I might be purposed, uh, purposed for pretty things, for beautiful things, for God's glory. But there's nothing normal, regular uh, protocol about me. I'm like, Paul, I don't have um, all I got degrees. But I haven't been to church. I haven't been to ministry school. That ain't what God taught, taught me. But yet God saw me and said, I still call you worthy. <laughs> I still call you my daughter. I don't have, I stopped trying to figure out whether or not I needed to be squeaky clean. <laughs> I ain't got no squeaky king clean inside me. I ain't got no squeaky clean inside me. I ain't got no squeaky clean in my journey. If you sit down and talk to me, I'm going to tell you some things and leave your mouth wide open because I tell on me before anybody else can tell on me. Um, I, I overcame. I overcome daily by my testimony of who I was and who God brought me into. And if God can use me and if God can change me and if God can do something different in me, the same God, the same God, the same God. Come on, y'all. Like when I come on, when I terminated a pregnancy, the same God that said you're still worthy to be used. I wasn't proud of myself. It's the same God that'll use you. It's the same God that'll transform you. It's the same God that'll do something different for you. So I don't want you to sit and think that you got to come a certain way. No, Jesus is looking for you right now where you are and how you are. And I want to pray a prayer of faith for you. And I want you to receive it right in the name of Jesus. Dear Jesus, repeat after me. I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. And I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I want to send you some resources and I want to send you some materials and I want to continue to disciple you. Do me a favor, go share this devotional. And tomorrow, do me a favor, we're going to be here at, God has been dealing with me about us starting on time. I'm going to be here. Something just always go wrong. I'm just being honest. Five 5.55. Let's be here at 5.55. Let's already be in prayer. Let's already be in worship. Let's get started. I want to see God do major things for us. Not because um, we're trying to boast. Not because it's name and claim it or whatever people be saying. I don't even know what all that stuff is. But just because he's God and there is an unbelieving generation that needs um, a sign. 
There's an ungeneration, an unbelieving in a generation that needs a sign. So let's get here. Let's get here on time. Let's already be in faith and let's watch God be God. I love you. God loves you so much more. Um, go be loved today. Like go be loved today and let someone else experience the evidence of God in your life. April Hatfield, that's one of my favorite things. God does what he does just because he's God. I don't have to perform to get it. I love y'all so much. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.